welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Sam Garcia. She is a founder and a lead marketing strategist at Dirty Alchemy. You can find her on the website, thedirtyalchemy.com. She helps businesses grow their teams so that the CEO can focus on their own zone of genius. She's also a fellow podcaster. So welcome, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. It's just such a pleasure to be here and talking with you all. Oh, this is going to be such a fun conversation because I know that you utilize magic in your business when you are weaving that into how you're building containers with teams. So can you talk a little bit about what do you do so people can understand how that's related? Because usually when people think of teams, it's kind of boring. You know, you just have like people who do things and you have to find the right people and hire the right people. And here you are with like, oh, we're going to create a magic container that's going to support you energetically and all that. So. Yeah, I mean, and to add another super boring sounding layer, we build out systems for people too. And when everyone hears systems, they're like, "Mm," they just want to snooze, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we we help six and seven figure online business owners, specifically in the magical occult spiritual space to build out a business that's essentially a separate entity than themselves. Because a lot of people in this space, like you are your personal brand and your face is coming forward. So it's super natural to feel that you are your business. You have to contain everything. You're responsible for everything. And it can be a total drain. And then suddenly where you got into business because you want something changed your life, transformed your life, and you want to share it with the world, you're, you don't even have time to do those practices anymore. So really me and my team were about actually creating automations, creating systems, building out your team so that suddenly instead of it just being you in your business, you're externalizing all of your energy outside of yourself into your business so that it can be this extremely powerful entity that can grow into an empire, into this much larger thing than just you in your human meat suit, right? Mm -hmm. So how does that relate to creating a support system that doesn't just feel like, okay, I've outsourced some task, but actually Mm -hmm. feels different? Yeah, 
I mean, a lot of people that I know that hire someone, they, it kind of goes in two directions where they feel suddenly that they have to manage people and where they're supposed to take a lot of time from you. Like this virtual assistant is supposed to give you so much time back, but now you're having to manage them. And it just feels like this energy drain, or it just feels, it makes them feel disconnected and taken away from their business. Like it, it, it drains the color out of their business. And when you hire wisely and magically, (laughs) you're actually able to um, attract a soulmate team that is just as bought into your mission as you are. So a lot of people talk about how do I get soulmate clients? How do I get my, my perfect dream clients? And they don't give that same level of thought into the people that they're attracting into their team. When you realize that your team can actually be the backbone of your business and is can be the key element for you getting to that next that seven figure that eight figure level you have to realize that that you have to put your your very intentional energy into that team growth and that systems growth and business growth yeah and i think a lot of times people find it difficult that like i want to focus on growing this idea this vision this whatever it is that they have for their uh, business and then growing a team becomes like, oh, this is an extra thing to think about. And now I can't just hire somebody because you're right. It happens exactly that way. Like you hire somebody and then you're now managing this person, you're checking on them and they not, there's miscommunication and you're wondering like, okay, I need to hire another one. You hire another one. And it's just the mess continues. So there's always some missing factor. So how do you help someone um, know what um, they would resonate with like what kind of a team they need or do they hire you as like you kind of come in with the team and take over of some tasks for them like how does that work you, you can do it either way mm-hmm. <laughs> um but first I like to bring in the element of time into your thought about growing a team so we often, as business owners, we often think about money and how do I make more money and how do I bring in more revenue? How do I cut my expenses, which is a smart thing to do, or else you just have a very expensive hobby. Um, but you also have to bring in this element of time and how time impacts your energy. Because when we start realizing that we can have mastery over time and Suddenly, when we realize that we can amplify our time so that one hour of our time actually becomes five hours, then it becomes very significant. So very, very simple thing that you can start off doing when you're thinking about hiring a team is just realizing what tasks drain you, right? Mm -hmm. Such a simple thing. Like what tasks drain you? What tasks take you a long time? And also what tasks do you use to procrastinate the important things? For example, I know a lot of um, business owners that will use Canva and like playing around with making social media templates as this way to procrastinate reaching out to someone or following up with someone after a sales call, right? Because this is like, it's a little bit closer to rejection and pain where Canva, it's like this safe, creative space. So where are the places where you're procrastinating that drain you? Maybe checking your email inbox. After you check your email inbox, you just you feel just energy completely drained out of your body. And make those list those out and then put them into categories of people. 
because sometimes it can fit into one person and it's just one hire. And sometimes it actually needs to be like a, a hiring plan of first, I need to start with this virtual assistant who specializes in tech. And then I need to hire an, an OBM so that they can manage an online business manager so they can manage the all the contractors that I have. So, so first identifying tasks that are needed to fill, be filled, and then um, categorizing them and actually going into the hiring process. Another thing with this, when it comes to finding a support team, is realizing that you're not hiring for your own support, which can be painful to hear as a business owner. When you start thinking of your business as being the core element versus you being the core element, and you realize that your business pays people, you don't pay people, your business is responsible to make sales and bring in money, you're not responsible to bring in sales and make money, then you realize that the support team that you hire needs to support the mission of the business and the needs of the business, not your own. And this is, it seems to be like the number one thing that, that people make a mistake in because they, they want to hire a, someone who they super gel with that they would go out to, uh, to matcha, get matcha tea with, or they would go to a yoga class with, and they just want to spend all their time with it. But if you're, if you are envisioning your business as this, you have this large vision of your business of what it will become, you need to start thinking of it and building up its power, which includes hiring support for it, not you. Yeah, so that vision piece is very, very important. And you're so correct yeah. that a lot of times people just miss that. And like yeah. part of the things I do in my business is figuring out the bigger vision for whatever people are building. Because Ooh. if you don't have a vision, you're going to stop as soon as the next difficulty happens. Like you yeah. got to know where you're going, not from the goal-oriented perspective, but the vision. So what yeah. would you say to someone who, and I know a lot of people like that, who would say, well, I don't like doing certain things in my business. Like let's say I've done this list thing that yeah. Sam's talking about. but um, nobody can do that. Like this yeah. thing that I do, nobody can do it, but I don't like doing it. And it's still necessary <laughs> for my business. So this always brings this conversation as to, do you hire somebody who can't just handle the task, but then you have to watch over them? Or do you hire a specialist who actually knows how to do that better than you? <laughs> but how do you find that? Because you feel like then what if it's not done your way? Like, can you kind of speak yeah. on that? Yeah, I mean... It, all of this is super nuanced, right? Because sometimes it does. If you have, if you have more money than you have time, then hiring a specialist to completely take it out of your hands is a very smart way to go. But if you have more time than you do money, it could actually be beneficial for you to hire someone and train them how to do it. And just going back to your idea that no one can do this. Mm-hmm. This is usually never the case because usually like there's usually out of eight, 8 billion people this year on this planet, there is someone who can't, you can hire to do it or you can train it. And this is a personality thing. Like I'm someone who I would rather hire someone who doesn't necessarily have all the skill set, but has the same values as the business and is excited about the vision of the business. And I'm willing to train them and I'm willing to pay for them to get trained and I'm willing to like take them through it. And what I've, why I love that is because you're able to um, teach people exactly how you want things to be done and they'll actually be um, hungry to learn for it. And you're more likely to get people for the long term because you're you're teaching them a skill set and then they're bought into the business. So that's a personality trait. Not everyone wants that. Some people are just like, no, I just want to hire someone to do this for me. And I don't want to think about it ever again. Great. You're probably going to be paying two, three times the cost, if not more. 
but that's a beautiful choice and it absolutely it can be a route to go. Now, going back to the other par- point of your question, what was the other par- part of your question? The other part was like uh, about the vision and how that relates to what they are doing. Like if they hire someone that is, um, let's say, already at the level that they feel like, mm-hmm. okay, that's good. But then do I still need to check on that person? And you mm-hmm. kind of answer that by saying that they have mm-hmm. to align to the overall vision more than have the skill. Yeah. So work mm-hmm. with Eugenia so that <laughs> she can help you with the vision and <laughs> everything comes out of this. You guys, the vision is the most important part, unquestionably, but yeah, I do want to throw in one, one more part here, mm-hmm. which is um, the idea of putting in what I call controls in your business. Uh-huh. And when you so much of my work with clients is how do we quote unquote externalized energies? So how do we externalize the energy from you doing it and it being in your brain, it being coming out of your hands, it being in your heart, and how do we externalize it into your business so your business is empowered to do it for yourself? So when you feel like you have to control your business and you have to be in control in your business, I need to micromanage people and I need to watch over people, you realize that you can actually externalize those controls into your business. So an example of this might be you create an editorial calendar that is a spreadsheet of the next 90 days of posts or the next 90 days of articles that are going out and your team team completely handles it. And it's something that you can check in on from time to time and you teach them how do you mark that it's complete? How do you check in on this? How do you actually um, score these things? And it's this way. So instead of you having to be on top of people all the time, you can externalize this sense of control. So your business is in charge of that, not you. Another example is just being aware of what metrics you need to pay pay attention to and have someone else responsible on your team to to check those metrics. And what do they do if the metrics are bad? You have a plan for that. What do you do if they're really good? You have a plan for that. So suddenly, instead of you having to be responsible and hold the control, you're giving it away to your business to be in control of. Yeah. And I also find a lot of times people who are more on a spiritual direction, like intuitives or coaches that utilize some magical side of themselves, find it very hard to download all of that into a linear process. <clears throat> like yes. most of the people I work with are nonlinear thinking. So mm-hmm. they kind of create this vision and idea and it's multidimensional and it's magical and amazing. They download it into a container and I help them build business out of that. Great. So now we have this thing that you can actually generate income with. And then this next thing about, well, how do you do that? I don't know. It just happens. So this is the process part that when you hire someone, somebody needs to actually know how you did that. So can you speak to that piece of the translation of, I don't know, somehow it happens into, and this is how the whoever's hired could do this thing. (laughs) Yeah. So one thing that I'll tell clients that they feel a lot of relief over is you can have the people that you hire create the systems. So an easy way to do this is you actually you, you can go on a Zoom call with someone who you're hiring and train train them to go through a certain process and have them write it out. They can, maybe they watch the recording of the video or they're taking notes and they're taking notes while they're doing it and they write out the linear process and they send it to you and you give feedback on it. So much about hiring is realizing it can take six months to get someone to where you want them to be in your business. And it is a massive block for you or a limiting belief for you if you think that 
someone's going to, if, if someone's not perfect right off the gate, then you can never be supported. There's always this like background thought in people's minds of like, I can't be supported. No one can actually give me what I want and what I need. No one's going to take care of me. And a part of that with hiring a team is there has to be this back and forth period where they, the first time they do something for you and they give it to you and they do it wrong. They did something wrong. Maybe it was a big thing. Maybe it was a little thing. You look at it and you give them feedback back. You don't take it from them and be like, I'm, I'm going to fix this. And it's now mine forever because no one else can help me with this. <laughs> Instead, you actually, you give it back and you tell them, this is how I would have done it. Can you please go back and do this? And then they, they sh- show it back to you again. Then you give them feedback again. This could happen over and over and over again. But if you want people who can take care of you and support you and support the business in the long term, this is where human relationships come in, right? Like you actually exactly. being in this relationship where wherever you want everyone to succeed, including the people that you hire. So yeah, that's the important part. <laughs> yeah. And I think that the support is like a, a key p- piece of scaling, of growing. So like one of the things I always teach my clients is <laughs> whatever you do has to be sustainable because if it's not sustainable, that means it's going to collapse later on, right? Like we can go on our willpower to some degree, but then what? So at some point you have to figure out how to be supported internally and externally. So um, I do it through the soul design, but you seem to do it through um, sort of layout of their business. And what other tools do you use to help someone understand what they need? Because there's an intuitive magical side to your business. I mean, you called dirty alchemy. So <laughs> there's something here to that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I want to address something before we go into that. And I might need a reminder when we come back to this. But so my husband is a regenerative farmer. He his specialty is going to a new plot of land and creating a brand new farm. So he comes to a new plot of land and he creates fertile soil to grow things in with it within it. And when he comes onto a new plot of land, it can take him a year of hard, hard work to build the systems and the infrastructure in place. But after that point, he can completely walk away. He has everything in place so that he can take a month off. He can only show up once a week. And sometimes when people talk about sustainability in business, they think that it needs to be every single action they take has to be sustainable from the very first moment when there often needs to be this influx of energy in the beginning. So with the example of my husband, he has to build water lines and plant plants and make sure there's mulch on the ground and build up the earthworm population and build up the fungal population and create shade structures. And it's a lot, a lot of hard work, but it's this input of energy on his end so that the systems can be self-regulating and regenerative and self-sustaining. So when we're talking about sustainability in business, you can't just be like, oh, I have to work 80 hours this week or 40 hours this week, and that's not sustainable. So I should just cut everything out. Sometimes, yes, that's the case, but sometimes there has to be these periods of energy influx, energy input in the business so that it can be self-sustaining in the long run. Totally agree. And I think a lot of times from what I've seen, people outsource 
almost like prematurely before they learn how to do something. They just like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. So somebody can take it. And then it actually is not supportive versus getting yourself to a level of certain level of mastery of what you're doing and then outsourcing from a very different like strategic point of view versus just I don't like it (laughs) so I just want it gone and you're right there's a lot of input of energy at the front end when you're setting anything up and I think a lot of times when people get to six figures multiple six figures like they're ready to expand and grow a team they're like oh damn now I have to risk again and I have to go through this building period (laughs) again and I have to like train people and work way more hours again to just like build that and in a sense yeah because you're now building a next step right so that leads me to the question I asked before about the dirty alchemy like how does that piece which is the you know alchemical intuitive whatever it is that you're weaving in there how is that connect to you helping your clients well the whole piece behind this is so many intuitive people who run businesses they're not actually channeling their best work into the world because they're so overworked because they're they have to work so hard to get new clients they have to work so hard to deliver they have to work so hard or like there's so much happening in their head that's not out of their head so it is actually blocking their best work to come into the world because they're not spending their time in their zone of genius. So the whole mission behind the entire company is making it so that you all, change makers, thought leaders, people who are going to change, completely transform reality that is so needed right now, you need to be rested. You need to have spaciousness in your calendar. You need to have dedicated time to actually thinking and doing your spiritual practices. Otherwise, that work is not going to come into the world. When your nervous system is triggered, when you're in this activated state, when you're drained, when you're exhausted, it's not going to come through. So creating these this infrastructure in your business so that you can uh, have your time back and be fully supported is what's going to allow all of the magic to actually happen. And of course, I'm someone who I love using everything that is empowered that we have access to which includes magic which includes spirituality right and i mean one of the biggest selling point of the agency side of my business because we we also do like marketing agency work is my entire team is really witchy people like we get it like we do our spiritual practices we do our meditation we're doing our thought work we're doing the thing so like our we're doing it on our side just as much as you're doing it on your side so like of course, we should be aligning launches with astrology. Of course, we should be actually having talismans for our business so we can infuse our energy into it and it can contain that power to hold all of that beyond us. Of course, we we should be like paying attention to the human design of the people on our team. Like we have all of this at our disposal. And like just like any muggle person, non-spiritual person can have be successful a business, but we have such an easier time because we're actually, we have so much at our disposal, all of these unseen forces. So that's my answer to that. (laughs) That's a very good answer. And I so agree. I mean, like in my business, I use soul design, which is the, there's a human design part. There's Kabbalah part. There's I Ching part. There's, you know, astrology, there's energetics, there's Hindu chakra system. I'm clairvoyant. So I see things like I totally get weaving all of that in because that's, I think, 
why people actually are successful is when they realize that it's not just the willpower that drives it, but that we're part of the larger collective. And when you see your business as a container with a vision that actually meant to do something on this planet, like has a vision. So can you speak a little more onto what you were saying a little earlier on the talisman, like the business as the container, as the talisman, like so that um, generates its energy sort of in its own, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you don't know what a talisman is in, in occult magic, it's essentially a physical 3D thing that you have. It can be literally anything um, that you channel very intentional energy into and it can, it holds that energy for you. So when I talk about your business as a talisman of power, it is this container of power and it can absolutely just be in this ethereal way where on the first level, and this is why I love hearing that your main focus in business is the vision, is one of the first things we do with clients is we we have them go through a meditation to connect with the soul of their business. Because our businesses have souls. It is a separate entity than us. It is different than us. And when you're actually able to ally with it and connect with it, it can have a much bigger uh, vision of your business than you even have. Because we have all of these limiting beliefs (laughs) in our heads from growing up, all this conditioning. And when you can actually connect with the soul of your business and see what vision it has, sometimes it's like, oh, I already knew that. It's so aligned. But some people are shocked. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know it was going to be that big. (laughs) But like I, I know some of my clients believe that the soul of their business chose them to channel their mission into the world. Like you were chosen by the soul of your business. So it is this entity that you get to connect to. It is this en- entity that you get to channel all of this power and energy into. And this can be like straight up your own spiritual energy, but it also can be the energy of money. It can be the energy of time. It can be the energy of other humans. That is your team going into this and building it up. And so a really fun ritual you can do is when you go into a meditation to meet the soul of your business, you can ask it for a physical object to represent it that you can connect with every day. And within that meditation, the soul of your business will tell you, and it might be something that you own. It might be something that you have to go out and and find in the world and bring home. And you can actually create an altar around it. So an altar is just a way to honor a certain energy and be in relationship with it. Um, on the the very basic level, but on an everyday basis, you can connect with this talisman of your business, connect your energy into it, infuse your energy into it, receive energy back from it. And the whole point of this is business is all about relationships, right? Not just relationships of your team, not just relationships with your clients, but also relationships with the soul of your business. And in a sense, that's also a form of support because when you have your business kind of as something you're connected to now, you supporting it, it supports you. Yeah. Yeah. In the way that I work with it, I work with each individual soul design. And within that, we look for the profit potential. And that profit potential, it's kind of like the soul of your business. Like it's what's encoded in you as the thing that then becomes the thing that you get supported by and what you bring to the world. So that that is really cool. And I, I don't think I've ever heard of the talisman anchor point, like in my world, we would call it the matter anchor for the vision. Mm. This is linked to also how they um, do marketing, how they 
do everything like you help them with from the marketing standpoint. So can you say a, a little bit about that? Like, how is it that their business and the talisman of the business anchor then supports their um, attraction of clients, let's say, or ease flow in their business? Yeah. So the easiest way to have successful marketing and sales in your business is to follow your own energy and intuitive hits. <laughs> That's exactly what sure I teach you people. Talk about it's like, tell time. me the strategy. It's like you are the strategy. <laughs> no, a lot of people are sold on formulas and there's a lot of safety in buying someone yeah. else's formula and doing someone else's thing, but you're a spiritual being and you're meant to do things differently in this day and age. And the industry has gotten really saturated and the people, the market is getting really sick of hearing, seeing the same things over and over. And you actually having a deep spiritual connection with yourself and the soul of your business is what is going to have you take the weird steps in marketing, in directions, so that you're doing it your own way, which will be the most effective way. And so, I mean, how we do this with clients is like a part of that is actually like you have to do deconditioning work and uh, you have to do uh, actual thought work and processing work so that you can get back, really trust into your intuition and your the direction that you're going in. But then how that actually works in terms of marketing systems is you always amplify what's working. So a part of that is looking at your metrics. Like some people have 10 different marketing channels they're on. They might be on Instagram and TikTok and they have referrals and they do affiliates and they do email and they do YouTube and they have all these things, which can be a huge time suck. So actually looking at your metrics and looking at where do clients come from? Where do sales come from? Where does my, where do uh, email opt-ins come from? And doubling down on that thing and getting rid of the things that aren't working, that is following your soul design. That's mm-hmm. following your energetic blueprint and your business's energetic blueprint because you are taking massive action in the world. So you actually actually have to pay attention to what's working. And this should be so freeing because your data is the most important data that there is out there. People can tell you like, YouTube's the next thing. you got to get on TikTok. You have to do this thing. And maybe you're excited to try those things. Great. Go do that. But if you're not, and you have this, this one weird way that always gets you clients every single time, amazing. You have so much more free time because you actually know your own data that works. Totally true. I always tell people, follow whatever's your own way. Do two or three things great and let go of everything because... Most of the time when people come into any kind of a business coaching, there's always, you know, there's like 200 strategies they're doing and you really need one or two that works. So true. And everything you're saying, it's like, this is so needed in the world right now. We're in this transformation towards individuality and everything that um, you're bringing, Sam, has to do with essentially trusting themselves in um, their own way. So this is such an important uh, work on a planet to, to kind of like translate marketing out of that patriarchal, limited, rigid system into this beautiful, intuitive, feminine something (laughs) that can actually flow. (laughs) Well, and what's really fun, we're talking about masculine and feminine, is this structure that you're setting up in your business and the power that you're putting into your business, you can almost think of this as the masculine. And when you actually empower your business to be the masculine, you get to be the feminine that just dances around within your business. 
most of my clients want just that, right? Like I'm hoping a bunch of you hear that, like you can actually set that up, right? You can set up your business to be this structure. So you don't have to be this controlling, dominating force in your business. You can actually sit back, relax, have a spacious life and be this intuitive flow. Oh, this is like, so the same thing like that I always talk about is how you must weave the strategy, the masculine side, the structures, the processes with this multidimensional intuitive. And when you put them together, that's when you get profitable something. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. lopsided. Either too much, you know, tell me the system and I'll do it or too far the other way, ungrounded. So, so true. So um, you have a gift for our audience. Um, that something that they can utilize, right? That would support them in this process. So what is that? Can you uh, Um, let us know? (laughs) So our, I mean, the one that I was going to tell you was the five secrets of a spellbinding sales page. And that's just at thedirtyalchemy.com slash copy. But um, because we talked about the soul of business today, we do have a meditation for connecting in with the soul of your business. And you can just find that on the website, thedirtyalchemy.com. If you want to go through that meditation and um, connect with the soul of your business. Oh, this is so awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. So thedirtyalchemy.com is Sam's website and all the links are in the show notes. So go check her out. She is absolutely awesome. And what she's bringing into the world is exactly what we need right now. So thank you so much, Sam, for sharing your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me on. It was such a pleasure. And um, I hope all of you have a lovely day and really feel connected in with you get to do it your own way. You're supposed to do it your own way. You are channeling a new way. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on the social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on the social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.